0: Yo, 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 GAC in the house. Let's introduce my boys. Check it. The Ghost Adventure Crew, led by honky Zack Bagan. Then there's Aaron Goody, hilarious and raven. Billy Tally is fierce, J.Y. a little cutie. Stick him in a crawl space to catch some ghost booty. I miss him, Nick Groff, part of the OG crew. But he ghosted on the bunch to start him something new. So tuck yourself in for a spooky little pod. I'm your host, Lynn. To give my boys a nod. Pump up the spirit box. Obviously. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to I Love Ghost Adventures, the podcast. I am your host, Lynn, and this is episode 29 of the I Love Ghost Adventures podcast. Oot. If you are just joining us for the first time, this is a podcast where I talk about how much I love the TV show Ghost Adventures, which is a paranormal research show. So this episode of I Love Ghost Adventures, the podcast, is talking about the latest screaming room called Traumatized in Vicksburg. And that's Vicksburg, Mississippi. So once again, they're not in the usual small screaming room at Zach's place. They are again in the big theater socially distanced. I don't know what rhyme or reason you know sometimes they're in the big theater sometimes they're in Zach's screaming room maybe they had recorded the screening room ones earlier and then after the quarantine they decided to go to the big theater but there's really only been I think two screaming rooms that have been in the big theater so not really sure what's going on there but anyway we're back in the big theater Which is responsible. They are socially distanced. The only problem with this big theater is like we can't see what snacks they're eating. So that's kind of rough, you know? Anyway, they're watching the episode, one of the episodes where they do like a mini series of Vicksburg, Mississippi. And apparently they were invited to Vicksburg by the mayor of Vicksburg. And he's like shown, quoted, saying, I want you to leave here live or something like that. This miniseries was actually really, really good. I remember this miniseries. I think it was called The Ghosts of Vicksburg. And there's a lot of really great evidence from the Civil War battles. They're on the battlefield and they're in homes and things that turned into field hospitals. It's a really great miniseries of Vicksburg, Mississippi. This one, however, is a little different. I actually didn't remember this one. So this may be the first time I'm actually watching this episode and watching it with the guys again, as they watch it and talk about it. So the thing about Vicksburg, it seems as though there's characters everywhere. And so of course, they run into a guy on the street who tells them some history about where they are. And he's like, right over there, there's like 17,000 troops that are buried right there. So they're like literally across the street from a graveyard of troops from the Civil War who are buried there. 17,000. So in the screaming room, Zach says that that many people should have never died. Brothers killing brothers over slavery, which Zach says should never have happened and will be a scar on America that will never go away. And I'm like, that is so true and very timely with whole Black Lives Matter movement. So one of the locations that they're investigating this time in Vicksburg is a hair salon, weirdly enough. Um, It was an old building. That building had been struck three separate times during the Civil War and is still standing. So it's got a lot of um, energy from the battle in the building itself. And now it is a hair salon. So I guess that's a great place to get your fright wigs at a haunted hair salon. Yeah? No. Okay. So in the episode, they talk to the owner of the salon and they're thinking there could be a demonic possession, like the husband who lives there felt like maybe he was demonically possessed and there's malevolent entity. And right before they're like starting everything, there's like all this hullabaloo outside and it's... There's like smoke and everyone's running and there's police and it turns out there's like a car on fire, which is super weird. And this seems to happen every once in a while when the Ghost Adventures crew are like about to do their lockdowns or investigations and something super weird happens right outside. So at this time, there's a car on fire. So that, you know, just going to add some more crazy energy to the investigation, right? So anyway, they're talking to the salon owner, Karen who also lives in the building. And this building like, is on, right on the river. And like I said, was hit three times during the war. And the owner, Karen, says that something has been affecting her husband. And one day, like she was in the kitchen doing stuff. And he was taking a nap because it was his day off. And he woke up like suddenly. And he said that it was like everything was red. It was like it was covered in blood or something like a total bloodbath, which, you know, during the Civil War was pretty much accurate. It was a total bloodbath. I mean, right in that area, 17,000 soldiers died. I mean, come on. That's a lot. So this guy, Derek, woke up and he felt like he could not move, like there was something on him. And he knew it was not a bad dream, but there was like something holding him down. And All he could do is like see red and he felt as though he was about to die. Like it was so scary for him that he felt like he was about to die and he asked his wife to pray for him. He felt like something demonic was like after him and trying to kill him. It was that scary. They talked with Karen's son, Derek Jr. And the son says that he feels Like, there's always something behind him. Like, when he's walking through the apartment or the salon, there's always somebody behind him. So, during Zach's interview with Karen, they start to hear sounds in the back of the salon. So, they're just in the middle of this interview, and there's sounds going on. And Karen's like, I don't even want to go back there. You can go back there, but I don't want to go back there. Because even she's freaked out, and she works there and lives there. So, they finally go back there. And everyone hears a disembodied little girl's voice. The voice is not picked up on camera, but they all hear it. And in the screaming room, Zach is like, why are little kids' voices always so super creepy? Like, adult voices are not as scary as little kid voices. And Jay says that he blames it on The Shining. And I said, good point. The Shining was terrifying. And that little boy... Red ram, red rum. It was terrifying. Okay, so in the episode, they meet with some paranormal investigators named Damie and David, and they go into the basement of the salon building, and. It's kind of funny because in the screaming room, you know, you see them going down into the basement and in the screaming room, Aaron is like, hey, remember how like you we were walking down to this basement and it still had this smell of like horse crap. Like it was like penetrating the walls. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's real nice, Aaron. Like, how would you like to be told that your house smells like horse crap? Anyway, I just thought that was funny. But apparently that was like not funny to him whatever. So in the episode, they were talking about how in that basement, not only were they like hiding from the Civil War, but there were slaves kept down there in the basement. And Zach starts talking to the spirits in the basement. He's like saying, come on, this is your opportunity. Show yourself. Come on, show show me what you can do. Show yourself. And then he sees something in the distance. And it's, he says, it looks like an arm sticking out of like nowhere of like a cubby hole or something in the screaming room. Zach says that every building connected with the civil war is haunted, whether it's like residual energy or there's spirits of the soldiers or whoever, but every building is got something because of the civil war and how horrible it was. And I'm like, yeah, totally. Like I said, that whole Vicksburg series was so good Like, you gotta check it out. I'm pretty sure the episodes are called "The Ghosts of Vicksburg, and there's four, I believe. Okay, so, in the episode, Zach said that he thought he saw the arm, and the woman paranormal investigator that he's with says that it's trying to manipulate them. So then, all of a sudden, in the middle of their investigation, they get a call about a haunted doll museum. What? So, they have, like, a little detour from their investigation and go check out this haunted doll museum. So they meet with the owner, and in the screaming room, Zach talks about how it's not about the investigation, but it's these people that you meet that you never would have met before because this owner was super cool. He was an old man and he was a general in the army, clearly not the Civil War, and probably not World War II. Unless, how old is this episode? Zach's standing there interviewing him, and there's dolls. Everywhere, and Zach looks super nervous because there's so many dolls, and all their little eyeballs are staring at him. And Zach's like, "Gee, you have a lot of dolls here." And the guy says, "There is one thousand eight hundred and fifty-one dolls there." He said, "Not counting the sales area." And Zach is like, "Oh, that's great. Uh, thanks very much. I'm gonna be leaving now." And you know, he pretends to leave because you know, dolls are creepy. So that was kind of funny. But the guy says that the owner of the dolls passed away just a few years ago. And Zach, because he knows people, says, hey, do you mind if I ask, was the owner of those dolls, was that your wife? And the owner says yes. So Zach's like, he gets a little emotional. And in the screaming room, he says that this interview with this guy had made him you know, emotional as the guy talks about his wife. Zach asks the guy, the owner, if he thinks that his wife is inside the dolls, and the owner says, "Always," which is really interesting. He says, "Her spirit is there," and it see, and then he like kind of seems to get choked up when he's talking about it, and then he ta- he says that his wife. Told him that a little girl's spirit is attached to this one doll. And they talk about this doll, how the family, this little girl, it was in Germany, and this little girl in the Holocaust had this doll, and it was really precious to her. And the family was like being shipped off to a concentration camp. And somehow they were able to send the doll to the United States for safekeeping, you know, thinking that they would be reunited after the war. Well, the whole family perished, I guess, in the concentration camp and didn't make it. But that doll ended up in the museum. And the wife thinks that the little girl is attached to that doll. So in the screaming room, they talk about how little girl spirits, it would be, you know, common for a little girl's spirit to be attached to a doll. Because they talk to the dolls, they pretend they're real, they take care of them, you know, so it would be logical that there would be a bond between the little girl and the doll. And at some point, maybe the energy transfers there. So then they start like the double simultaneous lockdown. They go to the doll museum. Zach actually goes by himself and Billy and Aaron go to the old Janella building, which is where the salon is. And the the salon owner lives in the screaming room. Zach says he always gets whenever he goes to these civil war areas. He always gets vivid images of the wars and the people and you know the emotion. And he says like I don't know how to say this, but it's like I want to go back there and experience it. Not that not that I want to experience war. But, you know, Billy's like, you know, you want to see it and feel it in real life. And Jay says, you know, because it's such an intense moment in history that, yeah, I mean, you're, you want to just kind of feel it. But Zach says he always kind of gets these really vivid images in these areas. So in the episode, before the lockdown begins, Jay is in nerve center and he starts to hear screaming coming from the doll museum. It's like... Ah! it's really really spooky and in the screaming room they talk about how they could not explain what that scream was you know they were thinking was it an animal was it a bird because it kind of sounded like a bird squawk you know like "Ah!" but um birds aren't squawking at night says Zach so I mean that's pretty true and it was just like it's very strange and I was thinking well maybe it could be one of the the dolls, you know, maybe the dolls, you know, talks or does something and it was just going off. And then I'm like, they don't make dolls that scream. Can you imagine being like being a little girl and you're playing with your doll and you're like, Hey, what does this button do? Ah! You know, like terrifying blood curdling scream comes from your doll. That would be horrifying. So I I thought that was funny that I even thought that. Oh, maybe the doll is just going off like it's supposed to. (laughs) No, no, that that's just weird. Don't think about those things. Okay, so we don't know where that scream came from, but it gets picked up on the camera, and it's really, really freaky. In the episode, Zach goes into the doll museum all by himself, and Aaron and Billy go to the Janella building, as I mentioned. And Zach is using the full spectrum camera shining on these dolls. In the screaming room, Zach says, you gotta give me credit. You gotta give me props for doing this investigation on my own. And I'm like, totally, because Zach always makes everyone else go all by himself. And it's a creepy, creepy ass doll museum. So Zach goes in all by himself. And Billy says, well, Jay had his back from nerve center. True, true. But he's still by himself and it's like pitch black in there and he's like looking through the UV camera and there's like aisles and aisles of dolls and in the screaming room Zach talks about how creepy looking they looked through the UV camera because he's just like looking at this little tiny screen and all the little eyes from the dolls were kind of shimmering and looked really super freaky. And Zach says that it that gave him nightmares. And I'm like, totes, why not? Of course it did. In the episode, Zach is like, okay, just focus. Like he's kind of trying to pump himself up. And then he turns around and he, he says, can you show yourself? And he turns around and jumps because he sees this like weird guy mannequin. That's like Santa Claus. It's like a Santa Claus mannequin. And in the screaming room, Zach says he didn't expect to see a six-foot-tall doll. He was like super freaked out because he just turned around and there it was. And uh, he was just expecting little tiny dolls. And uh, that whole thing just scared the crap out of him. In the episode, Billy and Aaron go into the basement of that Janelle building under the salon. And they go to where... Zach saw the arm, and they're investigating over there. And it was like you had to climb up a ladder to like this weird little cubby hole or something. And since there were like slaves and people hiding down there, maybe it was like a little hidey hole. And so someone's arm was sticking out, you know, like just kind of showing itself from the hidey hole. And Zach happened to see it. Who knows? That's a possibility. So Aaron and Billy are investigating in that basement and they're like, what's this room? And they're freaking out and they hear something and like banging sounds. And uh, it turns out that the room was just the storage room. So they were okay with that. Okay, nothing was there. But in the screaming room, they thought that that sound was like there was someone in the building. That sound that they were hearing was like so loud that they thought there was someone in the building, but it wasn't. They're watching the episode, and they're looking at a point in the episode, and Zach is like, I want everyone to put their phones down, call your friends into the room, because you got to see what happens next. So Zach is kind of sitting next to this haunted doll, the doll from the little girl from the the concentration camp, the one that's supposed to have the little girl spirit in it. So he puts her picks her up he puts her in a little chair and he's sitting next to her and he puts a recorder right by her mouth and he's filming her and you can't hear it on the camera but Zach freaks out he jumps up because he hears this hissing sound and he said it sounded like a voice right in his ear here and it, it's caught on the digital recorder and it's funny because it's like you see the recorder as it's making that hissing sound and it sounds like like a big man's exhale breath it's like <sighs> which was really super creepy to hear that sound come from a little doll a little girl doll you know so that was really 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 freaky so back to the janella building where Aaron and Billy are now using the spirit box in the basement and They uh, start to hear another loud noise, like right above them. Billy says, it's like, I feel like it's right above me. And Aaron is asking the spirits, are there any soldiers here that want to report? And then, you know, they hear some more sounds and they're like, oh my God. In the screaming room, Aaron was like, Aaron said there was like evidence all over that place. In the episode, Aaron hears a voice on the spirit box finally and Jay sees from the nerve center. Jay's you know monitoring both the ha- haunted doll museum where Zach is and the building where Aaron and Billy are. And Jay sees a toy mobile in the toy in the museum start to swing. So Zach goes in to try to debunk the mobile moving, and he's like checking to see if there's a draft. Um, if, if there was like a vibration that made it move and he could not debunk it, like that mobile should not have been moving, but it just was. And Jay had caught it on camera. So Zach starts to use the spirit box and he gets a voice in the doll museum that says, father me. Like coming from a doll that wants him to father, father her, but in a really deep, scary man's voice. It's like, yeah, I think I'll father you, little girl. Not. Super weird. In the screaming room, Zach said he was freaking out about all the eyes and, and this voice saying, father, father me. And he says, now think twice, little girls, about sleeping with these dolls because they're watching you. And you know how these little girls pretend these dolls are alive and they talk to them and take care of them, but if there's something evil in that doll, it could take advantage of that little of the little girl, which is a really pleasant thought. Thanks, Zach. In the episode, Aaron and Billy use the oveless and they start to get a series of words which are really cool. They're using the ovelice and they get trap and water and they're thinking oh is there a spirit here like a slave spirit here because they're still in the basement is there a spirit here trapped and asking for us for water and then the obelisk says hi and then it says beat, and africa which is crazy zach's like i don't think i've ever seen the obelisk say africa before and you know this year where there were slaves hidden or I don't know if they're hidden always or just living in the basement or what, when this was a real, you know, building back in the day. But there were slaves hiding in there. And it said beat and Africa. And then Billy was just climbing the ladder and the obelisk said climb. And they're asking, are we speaking to slaves? Billy starts talking to the spirits saying, you know what? If we are, you can leave. The war is over. You are not a slave anymore so I was trying to get them to move on to realize they don't have to be trapped there anymore then on the obelisk they get the word travel which is super cool it's like so is that spirit now moving on you know after Billy said you know you can move on now the war is over you are no longer a slave that was just pretty compelling So Zach is back to Zach in the doll museum. He starts to feel some sort of transient energy in, in the museum. In the screaming room, he says that, Zach says to watch what happens next. And so we're watching the episode, and he's in like the back of an aisle with all these dolls, right? And he asks the little girl spirit, he says, Hey, little girl, pick a doll. Why don't you pick a doll? And... After he says that, a doll flies off the shelf and that creepy Santa Claus arm totally moves. They don't even talk about the creepy Santa, Santa Claus arm moving. I wonder if they debunked it that when the doll fell, it hit something and vibrated the, the arm so it moved. But still, that was the creepiest part, I think, watching the Santa Claus mannequin's arm move. Not just the doll falling. I mean, I was freaked out. I was like, that thing just moved. Because it's life-size, you know? Like, it could be a real person. Like, trapped in there. No, I know. So, Jay comes in and they're trying to debunk what happened. So, the shelves, they go into the next aisle. The shelves are kind of like um, see-through. Like, there's not a back between the dolls. So, you can look through the shelf. And he said, you know, there's there's a lot of space between the dolls and these dolls have been sitting there for probably like, you know, forty years or something. And he just they were trying to debunk it. They were there were other dolls that were sort of precariously sitting on the edge of the shelf. And he said, Well, some of these are just sitting here, but why would they have not moved in like forty years? And then all of a sudden I ask a little girl to pick a doll and one falls off, you know? So in the screaming room, they're talking about, yeah, like the timing of it is crazy. And they talk about how this is like the moment of discovery. So Zach starts talking about how they immediately want to capture any electromagnetic energy that might be attached to this doll still. Because if a spirit did, did knock it off the shelf, there may be some energy, some residual energy left on the doll. So they get the EMF detector and they start to record energy around the doll. Jay's using the EMF detector and Zach is filming, you know, the results. And the EMF detector goes from zero, which is, you know, baseline, nothing, all the way up to 1.2 around that doll. So there's definitely some sort of energy around that doll. And they they even talk about how there's nothing electric around Jay or the doll to be making that thing spike. So then Zach's trying to prove that it was in the doll and not in the area. So he picks up the doll and he says that when he picks up the doll, his hand is ice cold. So there again, he's feeling something. At the same time, the meter was reading something and the doll had moved. So it's like all these circumstances kind of proving that there's something paranormal happening, right? So after the doll is removed, the EMF starts to go down. And Zach is like, that is scientific. That is scientific reading that that event was paranormal. And I was like, yes. Not just the meter, though, but like I said, it's the feeling. He got that feeling of cold at the same time, too. So it was like a whole series of events. Then Zach says, in the, in the screaming room, Zach says that they, they're about to show us one of the top three scariest moments, not only in ghost adventures like history, but in his entire life. He said he was affected by this so much that he still talks about it to this day. So in the episode, Zach had gone upstairs in the building where Billy and Aaron were above the salon where the owner lived and the husband had that terrifying episode, right? So Zach goes up there with Billy and Aaron because they had reported that they had felt some stuff. So Zach... He starts to provoke the entity using like religious provocation, saying, what do you think about Jesus Christ? Do you like it when I say Jesus Christ, you know, trying to just provoke him? Because if it is demonic, he's not going to like it, right? Okay, so then Zach says he feels like someone has poked him twice really hard in his spine, like something going through his spine, and it was so freaky you know that he screams in pain and terror like you can just see how terrified he is he screams in pain and terror and he drops to the ground and it's almost like he's trying to put out a fire you know he's like his spine there's something going on with his spine and Z- and Billy is like Zach Zach what happened what happened you know and Zach is just like screaming he's like terrified. he's like cowering behind Billy and Billy's like stand your ground, stand your ground, because he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know what happened, because you know Zach is speechless at this point. And they talk about how like the spine is like the highway to your nervous system. And I was thinking like it, it's always spine. It's always a pain in their spines when it's demonic. But then Zach says that he, he didn't think that it was demonic. But anyway. Zach says that he does, He hasn't watched that scene where he freaks out and falls to the ground and is screaming in terror. He has said he hasn't watched that scene in a very long time and he doesn't like watching it just because it's so, so scary for him. And, you know, maybe a little embarrassing, who knows, because he's like cowering behind Billy, but he said it was like the scariest thing. In this screaming room, Zach says that no one really understands what he just went through, you know? And he says that he had that feeling that something was trying to kill him, which was what the husband said he felt when he woke up and was seeing red and he felt like somebody was on him. He said that he felt like something was trying to kill him. So, so yeah, we talk about how um, demons, though, are always attached to spines. Like they get, they always get grabbed in their spine or pain in their spine when it's demonic. And Zach says in the screaming room that the en- it was like the entity injected itself through his spine. He, he compared it to, like in Aliens, there was like an octopus type thing and it stuck to the guy's face. And the guy couldn't get the tentacles off his face and he was like pulling it and couldn't get it off. Zach compared it to that. like that, I think that's why he like dropped to the ground and was like rolling around because he was like, I, can't get, I couldn't get it off. And he felt he said that he felt like he did not know if it was ever going to end. I don't know if you've ever been like so freaking scared, but yeah, it seems like one moment seems like an eternity because you're like, when is this horrible thing going to be over? So that's what how Zach felt. In the episode, Zach says that his heart was beating so fast, he thought it was going to explode. And you know, like I said, he said he thought he was going to die. Then Zach said, he said, this moment when he was affected by this dark entity is when he actually developed his phobia of being alone in the dark in a screaming room. That's what he says, which is interesting. There's like, you know, the origin story of one of Zach's phobias. He's afraid of being in the dark alone because of this very episode, because of this very investigation. In the episode, Zach is telling Karen. The owner of the salon, that he doesn't think that the entity was demonic. He said it was like letting him experience the pain and terror, but he did not feel anger, which is what he usually feels when it's a demonic presence. You know, it, it switches his emotions and, and takes over and makes him feel anger and he lashes out, but he didn't feel that. He felt the pain and the terror, but he didn't feel anger. And Karen says, like, that's what her husband felt, you know, just absolute terror. So, which is interesting because if it's not demonic and it's just an entity that wants you to feel the pain and the terror, I mean, think about the Civil War and maybe it was someone who a bullet shot through their spine and that was like the burning, horrible sensation that this guy felt. From the war, and he is making Zach feel that. Or maybe he got, you know, bayoneted through the, sp- the spine, and that's what Zach was feeling. So it was this horrible feeling of fear and pain, as you would feel in war, in battle, but you would not necessarily feel like anger is in a demonic possession. So in the screaming room, Billy was saying that Karen was freaking out after Zach was talking about his experience, and she was super scared. And Zach was saying he didn't want Karen to be scared. I'm like, how do you not be scared of the place you live when you just told her what you told her, you know, how terrified you were? So Karen had asked Billy... Like, how can she like cleanse the house? How can she get rid of this entity? And Billy said, you know, he told her what he knows about cleansing. So he tried to help her. He tried to help her with what he knows about cleansing a building and getting rid of negative energy. So Jay is like, seriously, I don't know how someone could live in a place like that. That is that active. And I'm always like, totally, totally agree with that. Why would you still live there? And she has her business there too. So it's like she's there all the time. Anyway, in the episode, Karen says that she's just going to pray it out. You know, she's going to keep it positive and pray it out of there. And Zach says, you know, just saying something directly to the entity from your heart can really help, can really make a difference because you're fighting this entity with the goodness and good intentions in your heart, right? In the screaming room, Zach said that he needed to see that again and that the spirits showed him their true power. And he said it was interesting to see it again and see how powerful these spirits are because he said that moment, that investigation, shaped how he is as a paranormal investigator. He actually used the word sculpt. Sculpt how he is as a paranormal investigator, and it helped to prepare him for future investigations and you know future encounters with these kinds of entities. And you know they all agreed in the screaming room 100% that that is crucial to helping you prepare for the next thing. And it was really, really important when you go through those things, you experience it, and you learn it, and you learn from them. So that was like, pretty much the evidence from that investigation. Earlier in the investigation, they talk about, again, I mean, they've, they've said this before, they talk about how important the interviews are when they're interviewing Karen and her husband, Derek, and the son, Derek Jr. Because they're watching their body language and their eyes. And they're seeing, you know, whether they're telling the truth, or they can see the fear, you know, that's actually in their eyes, and they can read the emotions on the people's faces. So I thought that was just worth saying again, because I know we've mentioned it before. So as far as the snack corner goes, um, like I said, you couldn't really tell what people were eating. The only close-up of snacks we got was with Jay, and it he totally looks like he's eating a bowl of veggie straws. So that's uh the Ghost Adventures snack corner. I myself was eating just uh, plain Lay's potato chips, which are delicious, very crispy and salty. During this episode too, I don't know, I don't know why they do it this way, but there was like a weird camera angle because they were like showing the movie screen from behind Zach's head. So like it, at first you're like, what am I looking at? Because it looked like a guy in a bowler hat. With glasses, then you realize, oh, I'm looking like at Zach's profile, watching the screen, which was really super weird. I don't know why I mentioned that, but it was just something I noted that I was like, ugh, what is that and why? So, yep, I guess that's it for this episode. It was it was great. A lot of evidence. Um, We had voices. We had voices on the spirit box. We had voices on the digital recorder we had the avalus saying very very relevant words and we had cold sensations and emf readings so yeah it was a it was a good episode i enjoyed it like i said all these vicksburg ones are pretty good you know lots of crazy evidence in these episodes so check them out ghosts of vicksburg i don't know what season it was but you can find it i'm sure Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. This was episode twenty nine. Please subscribe, like, comment, whatever you do, wherever you get your podcasts, so other people can find this podcast. Tell your friends, tell your other ghost adventure junkies about this podcast, and um, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Send me an email at i love ghost adventures podcast. At gmail.com. That's all written out. I love ghost adventures podcast at gmail.com. Or follow the podcast on Twitter at I love gac podcast. That's at I love gac podcast. Okay, well, stay safe out there, everybody. It's still a pandemic. Wear your masks if you have to go outside. Be respectful and responsible. Keep your social distance wear your mask, be good citizens. Be good citizens. That's all you got to do is care for each other and yourself. Because as this pandemic spreads, it could very well affect you and your family. So if it hasn't already. Okay, thank you so much for listening. So I guess I will just talk at you later. Bye bye.